2: presented by wingstop here he is for Sean jackson
1: ah
0: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome in to The Captain. Happy Friday, everybody. No, for Sean Jackson, he's still on vacation. I am Rico taking you through this final hour, the first three hours, the first six hours um, of The Captain for these last two days. Welcome back. Jake Bacherman still joins me. We are live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter uh, via the Sardar Heyman Jewelers live video stream. Shout out to Wingstop for sponsoring The Captain. And uh, join us today. 464 Han of Lincoln hotline starter Heyman text line we are here for your comments your concerns your questions anything that you may have and you know what remember how we started these th- this show two hours ago with uh, defensive back talk yeah and then that was fun. got through about two defensive backs yeah that, that thing and then quick never day. got to it after that I think we should probably go back to it. Yes, let's uh, that do might it. be That might be a good idea. Uh, shout out to Aaron Davis, AD, shooting us a text. Says, you guys are killing it. Great show today, fellas. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you. Gracias. Thank you, Aaron. Mr. Mister Davis. He, he had some
0: fill-in time this week himself. He did.
2: Tuesday, Wednesday. They got to go out the wing. Him and Raf got to go out the wing stop. Yeah. Enjoy some delicious wings and... and do themselves a radio show and then come back a couple hours later and do their show. <laughs> so they had five hours of radio on Wednesday, I believe.
0: Yeah. 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 Such it's is fun. Case here. Yeah. It's
2: fun. You know, all of the hours of radio. You get to talk all the time. <clears> throat> My throat is killing me, but it's fine. We're pushing through. <laughs> You're almost there. You got two I more know. hours. We're, we're good. We're doing great. We're doing great. It's, it's you know, ending this with you and then uh, Nathan's going to come and he might be a little bit late. Apparently he has something to do at his other job. Whatever. Uh <laughs> this one is more important, <laughs> sir. It certainly is. So he'll be doing that. He might be a little late, but it's fine. We can we can work our way through it. But like I said, we're getting back to the defensive back talk. Um Coach Fisher was talking about the defensive backs on his radio show, well his radio appearance um the other night, and uh we got through Tommy Hill and Jaleel Martin, who he said were quote unquote freaks. Yes. Freaks of nature. One, the six foot transfer corner out of Arizona. The other, a 6'2 freshman uh, coming into Nebraska out of Chicago? Chicago, yeah. yeah. Kenwood Academy in Chicago.
0: And did, you heard uh, that Tommy Hill was making a move, you know, before, like going into uh, the spring game. Um, I, it, it's just hard to take anything from the spring game. I was, like, looking – I was, like, watching closely mm-hmm. to see if I could see anything, and I you know, I didn't, but – I was expecting from the spring game I,
2: – I don't know why. I was expecting at least one, like, deep pass from Casey Thompson to Trey Palmer because I was like, look, that's – Yeah. That's what they're planning on doing this season, so I was like, I just want to see it. And I was thinking, like, maybe – I mean, as a competitor, you're not going to do it, but as, like, an entertainer and, like, trying to get the fans behind you, like – Maybe the defensive back takes like a half step and uh, Trey Palmer gets him. Gets, just gets one deep ball and uh, <laughs> just gets the crowd into it. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, maybe. But as a competitor, that's not like Tommy Hill would not have let that happen or whoever was a defensive back would not have let that happen. So there was that aspect to it. Um, but, yeah, there's not really much to take from the spring game. There's a lot of people currently on this roster that could possibly end up making an impact who. Didn't play because of injury, or didn't play because they weren't here yet. Like some of the defensive linemen, O'Shawn Mathis, yeah. really mostly to, to to be talked about. He was on one of his visits during the spring game. He was not on the field, so that's another guy you you didn't get to see during the spring game. So, taking anything from that, really really can't do that. Um, aside from maybe a couple players, but for the most part, the spring game was just a just a showcase. Just there, just
0: kind of yeah, just kind of there. Which is frustrating because every year I try to pump up the spring game a little bit more. I was like and this year I really was. I was like, man, there's so many different guys you want to see that you haven't seen before. And then it's just like nah, it's tough to get too much out of. Like even Garrett Nelson, Garrett Nelson had like three sacks, I think. Yeah. Against a just destroyed offensive line with, uh, and it was like cool two hand touch. Sacks. You should be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I, I don't know what's happening. And the biggest play was Anthony Grant's big break off run where he should have been down. If where, it, yeah, if he, he might have been touched <laughs> in the backfield. Yeah, but it was one hand. Should have been two. If it was two, it would have. You know, he wouldn't have gone. Yes, I, I, I yeah the guy. The defender, I don't remember who it was, but like barely, just grazed he, him. He he figured that he got him though. I mean, he he wouldn't do like full go. He would if if it was tackle, he would have you know dove at him or probably tried to,
2: probably would have tackled him. Yeah, at least gotten his way. A little I don't more. know why you are doing two hand touch in the spring. Whatever, we're we're not getting into that. We're not. <laughs> the spring game upset me. We're not getting into that. Yeah. Uh, we're getting more into the defensive backs. Quentin Newsom, a guy that people just kind of slotted into the Cam Taylor Britt starting cornerback spot, the number one corner. Um. Travis Fisher says, "I'm. this is a quote from Travis, from Coach Fisher. I don't know what to call him. I'm going to call him Coach, Coach Fisher. Trav. <laughs> Coach Trav. Coach uh, Trav. I'm going to need Quentin to give me all, his, all he has this season. Take over this deal the way he has the ability to do. He has some guys to push him, Tommy Hill and Braxton Clark. Uh, Fisher said Newsom can dominate and make it look easy when he's on. So that leads me to believe, and look, should I read into this? I don't know, probably not. Am I going to read into this? Yes, 100%. This leads me to believe that maybe he isn't on all the time and sometimes he takes a couple plays off in practice. I'm not saying he does. I'm just reading into it, just through the quotes. Yeah. Um, and that maybe he might you you, you can't just slot him into that starting cornerback spot just because he started last year. Because people forget Braxton Clark was supposed to be the second corner last year, but he got hurt before the season started. Quentin Newsom slid in there, did a pretty damn good job. Uh but it looks as if Tommy Hill making his uh, strides as the spring and summer have, have been going along and Braxton Clark getting back, being healthy, and uh, you know still doing his thing. Quentin Newsom, I'm not going to say on the outside looking in, just maybe not the starter currently uh, that you that, that many people, including myself, have just slotted him into be.
0: Well, and maybe he maybe is. Maybe that's what Coach Fisher's trying to get a little bit more... Um, more of an effort and more of, of, of just kind of that feeling that he needs to, to give it at all um, in practice. But I'm sure if they run out the ones, I think that he'd probably be out there right now. Um, but, and, and he's solid. I mean, he was a guy who was kind of the one question mark, I suppose, that you had on that defense last year as far as, uh, you know, a guy coming in and taking a pretty big step step up in competition um, uh, with with the Caprio Boodle moving on before last season. And I thought he did well. I mean, it was picked on at times mm-hmm. because early on it was like, okay, he, this is the weakness. This is the unknown part of that defense. Um, but over the year, he, he played pretty well to the point where I do feel pretty good about him as a starter. And if I, and if he's not, then I feel really good about the depth that you have at cornerback yep. because he's a solid Big Ten cornerback. I'm not, you know, I don't think he's Cam Taylor Britt quite. I don't think he's. Oh, that's um, Tommy
2: Hill, as Travis Fisher said. He's got the, the right. potential to be Cam Taylor Britt. Right. So there you go. There's that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I
0: you know, I, 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 but I think he's a solid Big Ten corner, uh, and, and you'd be in a good position if he's starting. Um, and I suppose maybe even better if he's not, because then you got better depth. Does that yeah does that make you feel better or
2: worse if Quentin Newsom and, and I'm asking everybody 402-464-5685 Newsom the guy who many people have just slotted in to be this one of the starting corners does that make you feel better or worse about you know the position and and Newsom um, if he ends up not being a starter Yeah does that does that make you feel because as you said he started coming on later in the season he did get picked on earlier but as the season progressed he he made strides Um, Does that make you feel that the position got stronger and that you have people who were able to not only push him but overtake him at that position? Or does that make you feel like, you know, maybe he either wasn't that good uh, and and people just kind of passed over him?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think... Ultimately, I want to see, um, you know, because you could do that with any position or returning starter. Ultimately, I want to see the guys that have experience um, continue to progress. So, I mean, I'd like to see Quentin Newsom starting. Um, it, it, I mean, I, but you can look at it either way. But th- there also is times, I mean, I hate to mention him specifically, but I don't know what happened to Daniel Davies' senior season. Like his junior season, kind of similar type of confidence that you'd have with Quentin Newsom going into his senior season. You're like, this is a solid you know, yeah. power five cornerback. And then he just, it just didn't, it was it did gone. It, it
2: was gone the next year. Yeah. It just went the other way for him for some, for some odd reason. I mean, sometimes it happens. Hopefully it doesn't happen. Uh, and then the other guy we're messing, Bra- mentioning Braxton Clark, who I always forget this. He's six foot four. He's very tall. Yeah. <laughs> like he's a tall, long defensive back, six foot four, 200 pound junior. Travis Fisher says it's time for him to make his mark in the program. He knows what it takes by now. Uh, and like I said, he was like, he was supposed to be the number two corner last year. He was supposed to be the guy on the other side of Well that Cam was Taylor 2020, Britt. wasn't it? No,
0: I think it was last year. Last year he played, I think think it was well, towards The end ago. of the season, I believe. I don't know.
2: Well, one of those seasons he was supposed to be the start. No, it was definitely last year because DiCaprio Boodle played in 2020.
0: I'm just looking at his, uh, I'm just whatever. Looking at I, his could, resume. I could yeah, be, I think, whatever. I yeah. probably wrong,
2: but Braxton Clark supposed to be a starter in one of those years ended up getting hurt. Uh, Not playing, but again, six foot four corner uh, who can move. That's kind of one of the things that people have been asking for is, you know, you've got smaller corners on some of these massive big 10 wide receivers. And at certain points, it looks as if they're just getting picked on because they're smaller. If you have a guy that's six, four, I mean, there's a possibility that you could even move him inside if a tight end is dominating you. Mm. Braxton Clark can move as well. You put him inside; it's going to be hard to get a mismatch on him because, again, six foot four can move. Uh, he he plays corner, so he has good ball skills. He seems like a like a defensive mismatch, right?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, and I, I do like his size, and, and they've got a a few guys back there. Um, that are pretty tall. I mean, they they could go pretty big if you put you know Braxton Clark and Deshaun Singleton and uh, you know Taman Lynham's pretty pretty tall. Uh, Miles Farmer certainly. I mean, you got you got all those guys are like six three, six four. You got a pretty tall secondary. Um, and you know there was a time, especially when Richard Sherman kind of uh, jumped up. Remember that basically helped quarters. Stanley <laughs> Jean Baptiste get drafted in the second <laughs> round. Um, and and so that that could be something that that's definitely. Um, you know, ideally would be would be great, but it is t- it's tough for those guys. I mean, that was a phase because
1: BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See betmgm.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
0: It didn't really last that long. I mean, you still see some 6 3 corners in the NFL, but. it's it, it's it's rare. I mean, most more often you're seeing guys maybe just at that size. It's a little bit tougher to be that kind of quick twitch you need at change, the cornerback change position direction. And yeah. All that with the um, guys. But I, I've been impressed with Braxton Clark so far. And he is a guy that I've been cheering for because he had that injury um, when really it looked like he was it was about to take off and, and take a big role in this defense. Um, wouldn't be surprised if, if he ends up doing that. Maybe not at the beginning of the season, but just kind of throughout the season. Um yeah. But at the same time, you know, sometimes, and I don't know if that's the case with him or, you know, when when we look at some of these other guys, you'd never get back to what you were, you know, before you were injured, and uh, it seems like it it maybe took him longer, maybe than expected, to, um, to to get back to that, and it's not like his freshman season again, um, just kind of showed flashes, so maybe. You know, you get an interception here, or there might might hype you up a little bit more than you should be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, kind of played in the, that secondary role in the secondary last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, look, man, I, I, I am excited for Braxton. I, I,
2: I don't want to, like, root for anybody to not be a starter, but if there's a guy that I want to see out there more, it's probably Braxton Clark. No idea why. Just uh, just a guy that I've been been kind of rooting for and want to see him out there and making a difference. Uh, and as Fisher said, it's it's time for him to do it. He knows what it takes. He he has to get out there and actually
0: put you know his his foot on the pedal. Going to be a junior this year. That uh, that seems odd. <laughs> it seems like we haven't seen enough of him for COVID, Richard injury, yeah. whatever. You know,
2: there's there's so many different like the COVID year and everybody just staying where they were class wise just throws everything off because then you're just like oh there's like people that were recruits in like 2017 who are coming in and they're like yeah he's a junior and i go no you're no that's not right that shouldn't be a thing but somehow some way uh somebody has like two years left and they're like 2017 draft uh recruiting class it's very strange uh another transfer omar brown the transfer from northern iowa uh freshman all-american at the fcs level um apparently he's not going to be playing the position that he was brought in he, you know, with the with the cross-training that Travis Fisher does, Omar Brown has been switched to safety, which apparently he is taking very well, uh, and Travis Fisher says that he is going to challenge the veterans for major playing time. In fact, Fisher says that they he believes they can have a legitimate four-man rotation at safety with some combination. This is five names. Some combination of Marcus Buford, Miles Farmer, Deshaun Singleton, another transfer, Noah Pola gates
0: and Omar Brown. Somebody's going to get left out if it's a four-man rotation. Yeah. And even, like, four-man rotation, I mean, that's that's solid. But how many... <laughs> I think that the third guy would probably get significantly more playing time than the fourth. That's just, You don't see rotating safeties too much. No, not much. really. Um, but, I mean, you have to
2: think, you know... They had a decent amount of injuries. The both the both safeties were injured. Yeah, uh, uh, they missed a couple of games here and there. One of one missed. I don't remember who it was. Missed a significant part Deontay of the season. Did. Yeah, Deontay missed a significant part of the season. Um, so I mean, right there, you could see some some swapping in and out, and hopefully they're in good enough shape where you won't have to see a lot of that if somebody yeah. gets tired. But the injuries might come and go maybe like a tweaked ankle nothing serious
0: when i you know you feel good when you say like you want you want four guys on the depth chart that you're pretty comfortable with i just don't know if you want a massive drop off yeah i just don't know if you want a rotation um you know rotate those guys in you just don't see that at that specifically at that position too often
2: yeah that is a weird position to have some sort of rotation but it 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 has to be um comforting to know that Aside from the two starters you have, you have two people, three people behind them who your coach feels not that there won't be a significant drop-off or or any drop-off at all uh, if you have to bring them in because – goodness gracious (laughs) – Miles Farmer is one of the guys that, and this is this is me speaking from the the fan perspective and hearing people on the Twitterverse and in the streets and whatever. Miles Farmer is one of the guys that everybody is very high on, believes is going to be one of the starting safeties based off of that stretch he had his freshman year, where he had two interceptions in one game, almost returned one for a touchdown, uh, unfortunately ended up getting hurt the very next game, Purdue's field probably. Yeah. Really, any type of major injury you can attribute to produce field. Usually produce field, yeah. Normally, normally.
0: (laughs) West Lafayette, just don't play. DeMorney. DeMorney had (sighs) an injury there.
2: Yeah. Wasn't his on a celebration?
0: Yeah. Miles was before the game, wasn't it? Yeah, it
2: it was during warm up. Everybody was freaking out. It was just everybody was reporting, like, he's just on the ground and people are surrounding
0: him. We don't know what's happening. And then after the game, they're like, yeah. He's out for the season. But then uh, last year I think he was he did step in for uh, Deontay Williams mm-hmm. for the injury. So yes. he's got at least some experience. Uh Marcus Buford, I believe he also made the transition from
2: corner um as Omar Brown is, is, is making right now to safety. Deshaun Singleton, the transfer in uh from Hutchinson Community College. Uh and Noah Pola Gates, who has been here three, four years.
0: Yeah. Four years.
2: Big-time recruit. Yeah, big-time four-star recruit coming in. And, uh, you know, we'll get to him and and, and what Travis Fisher uh, thinks about him. But those five players, those five names, uh, four-man rotation at the safety positions, uh, I mean, it makes me feel good that there's going to be some some more depth back there because after your two safeties last year, you know, you had Miles Farmer, who people felt good about but weren't sure because he's coming off of the injury. But after that, it was like, okay, who else is there? It was it was it was it was hit or miss,
0: and regardless, uh, and and it's good to hear that the that, that I mean, and you believe Travis Fisher that he thinks he's got some depth there, um, but whoever it is, I mean, it's going to take some time for them to to kind of prove themselves, just because they they aren't returning starters. So I, I think that competition probably is going to leak into the season. Um, if somebody has a bad game, you might see somebody else start the next week. Um, it'll take some time to I, I believe fortify that position. Yeah, and we have wet blanket chiming. <laughs>
2: Wet blanket, being a wet blanket, yeah. chiming in on the text line. So they didn't have enough depth to have a four-man safety rotation last season because this year's two starters weren't good enough to contribute to a 3-9 and nine team. But they will help NU be a 7- or 8-win team this year. Have you ever heard that if you have two QBs that you have no QB? I think that goes the same for safety. If you have five, that means you don't have two. I don't think that's true. Um, I, for the quarterback position, I there's one spot there's one spot you play the whole time that's that's if you have two I mean you're that means you're second guessing you know whoever is there but with the five it's not saying that you know you have five starters it's that and and he actually said this he wants to be able to insert the top backups the the other two in in the four-man rotation and not miss a beat in part because big 10 teams wear you down so, I mean, if you've got a, a strong running team, they keep going through the middle your safeties are making a, a heck of a lot of tackles. Maybe somebody gets a stinger on their shoulder or in their neck and you got to bring somebody in. He's just saying he has the confidence to bring in two more safeties and that they'll be able to contribute at
0: that same or a little bit lower level than your starters. And it is a little bit confusing, like we said, with the COVID year. But um, you're talking about three guys that are going to be sophomores this year. So freshman, you know, listed as freshman last year, um, you know you, you kind of expect them those guys to develop over their career they might be you hope they're better by the time they're juniors than they were as freshmen obviously now in the sophomore year but um it's uh it you know so it's kind of natural that way and then the other guys omar brown um wasn't here uh you know the deshaun singleton John wasn't singleton here wasn't here so um but i mean there could be the, some something to that too i mean momia brown is being moved to safety because they didn't like as much what they had there, so or maybe it's because they have too much depth at corner, <laughs> it could and be. they were like, "Look, he's really good. We want to get him on the field somewhere, but that's what that's kind of what I'm saying, and i i'm i'm not I, I wouldn't completely go that far um because there's I mean every year you're gonna have guys that have to be replaced and um, replace them with guys that haven't been battle tested at the college level so you don't Travis Fisher as much as he has, can have confidence in these guys he doesn't know for the most part outside of Miles Farmer what it looks like uh, you know them playing in a Big Ten game and, and having to go through those defensive calls and, and play against some of the better wide receivers in the league and all that um, you know so I it, it, it's still nobody really knows but it, I, I think that you feel Pretty good about it in my mind. Deshaun Singleton from what would be one of my guesses to start. I mean, he sounds like a guy that they brought in pretty much to do so. Um, so I, I think I think that they'll be solid, but they are going to go through this. Like I said, the, you know, few games. You might see a different starter. You might see guys kind of go through the ups and downs that you usually have when you are becoming a starter. Um, and it, it might be a, a position where there is uh, a few changes made throughout the year. Um, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too down on them. I, I think that they're in a, a good position only because Travis Fisher has had pretty good secondaries since he's been here. Um, so. I, if nothing for nothing else, I just kind of trust that to continue. Mm-hmm. If there's like one side of the ball to
2: to trust the coaches in in you know their development of players, the defensive side of the ball has done a really good job. They've gotten better every single year. The the, the opponent points per game and and yards and whatever have maybe not yards, but the points per game is, has been dropping ever since they got here. The first year wasn't the greatest, and it's been getting better every single year. And you, you're speaking on Deshaun Singleton, uh, uh, Travis Fisher says. He looks like a day one guy. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was saying to myself driving home, man, I wish we could re-up 15 more practices uh, because he said if Singleton had played at the level of a starter in the spring game or no, he says Singleton played at the level of a starter in the spring game and could use the momentum to continue to improve. So he's saying he played really well in the spring. He played really well before. played really well in the spring game. And he just wanted to keep using that momentum to keep getting better. So Deshaun Singleton sounds like he's going to be a, a really important piece uh, in that backfield. And we'll hit on one more before we head to a break. Uh, another transfer. A lot of transfers in the secondary. Mm-hmm. A lot of transfers all over uh, this Nebraska team. Alabama transfer Kane Williams. Big safety. Six foot two. 200 plus pounds. Uh, Williams actually says he can play nickel. So they'll have him at, at Possibly at that Nick spot, Uh, he says, "Just got to get the rust off of him and get him acclimated to being at Nebraska, getting in the playbook and learning the culture here." That's kind of a big. That's that was one of the things I was not the culture part, the playbook part of it. One of the things that had me at five and seven up to six and six on my record prediction um, was these transfers coming in, learning new playbooks whether it be new playbooks from where they're coming or new playbooks to Nebraska entirely on the offensive side of the ball
0: that's going to be the hardest part and that that comment too kind of leads you to believe that maybe Kane is a year away or at least half a year away maybe a second half uh, of the year type of guy um but you have to remember he was i mean he's a redshirt freshman he he's kind of in that category when they got him uh from Alabama they got two guys from Alabama one that they expect to play right away and Kane Williams who is more of a long-term project
2: yep so We'll hit more on the defensive backs on the other side of this break. You're listening to the captain on 93.7 The Ticket.
1: BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code Champion150. Then,